Straight out of London, podcast number 23. I wanted to give a quick shout out to the people from Brooklyn, New York, because I want to keep it topical and have a community growing in the US. So this one goes out to Brooklyn, New York, straight out of London. Today's topic is the seven ways your mind stops you from getting laid with hot extrovert women. It's a very important topic because there's levels to this shit. Seducing a five is not the same as seducing an eight, nine, or 10 and seducing an introverted vulnerable easy to lead girl is not the same as seducing an extremely witty and extroverted girl so today i will discuss with you the seven common pitfalls psychological issues that come up when you start gaming hotter more extroverted more intelligent girls girls that have their shit together girls that are desirable on any physical or mental level. As usual, in the Tony Hustle fashion, I'm going to look at this from an academic point of view, from a research point of view, from a psychological point of view, and most importantly, I'm going to use the concepts of psychology that are relevant to answer this question. And these are not concepts that I pulled out of my behind. These are concepts that are well understood, well researched, and that applied across the board. I kind of gave it away a little bit already, but the number one thing that you need to realize is that you will react in ways that you cannot control when you're gaming women. And in particular, when you're gaming women of outstanding beauty, extroversion, intelligence, and wit, okay? The more you think you are in control, the more you are in denial, and ironically, the less you are actually in control. It's like with alcoholism, okay? The first step to bettering yourself is to admit that you're addicted. It's the same in game. We're all addicted. We're all using auto-responses, okay? Our brain developed being around wild animals and cannibalistic clans. We needed rules of thumb to survive. These psychological biases we developed over the last 20,000 years. That's when our brains developed. They didn't develop in a big city like London or New York. They developed living in the savannah, in caves, hunting animals, eating berries, fighting for survival. The rules of thumb drive large parts of our behavior, whether we like it or not. Even when you know that you are making decisions automatically, you still can't help making those decisions. Why? Because it's like magic. You see the trick, you know it's a trick, and yet you're perplexed and amused by the trick. But to be aware of the fact that it is a trick, it allows you to deal with it, okay? Otherwise, you would be completely oblivious to it and you would just be fooled by the trick over and over again, just like a toddler would, okay? So today I will explain what the seven most common auto-responses are that you are liable to when seducing women and how this can prevent you from achieving your goal of seducing the most attractive and extroverted women around the world. Number one is reversal of classical Pavlovian conditioning. Pavlov is one of the most important uh, people that informed 
you know, modern psychology. So Pavlov was in particular interested in dogs. What he found is that when you feed a dog and you ring a bell at the same time, the dog will associate the food with the ringing of the bell. So later, once you've trained the dog to associate the ringing of the bell with food being presented, you can provoke the same reaction in the dog's physiology by simply ringing the bell but not presenting the food. So if you just ring the bell, the dog will start getting happy, it will whack its tail, it will start salivating, the bodily fluids in its stomach will start to form and the dog is getting ready to be fed without food ever being presented, okay? You think this is not something that works on humans, then you're wrong. The same counts for game. We learn behavior patterns when we seduce girls, okay? We go to that bar, we touch her lower back, we lower our voice, we start seducing with eye contact, we start using the same lines, we start making the same moves. These are all things that we start learning as we go through the different stages of the seduction process. We are basically conditioning our body and our moves and our brain using Pavlovian strategies, okay? Pavlov was kind of a sick man, so he didn't just stop at feeding dog's food. By accident, Pavlov discovered something else. During a flood, the dogs locked in his lab almost died and they were under extreme stress, obviously. He noticed that the dogs that survived and that he had previously conditioned were actually showing reversal in their behavior, okay? They flipped back to their previous unconditioned state. He found that extreme stress brings the dogs to a breaking point at which the dogs lose all the conditioning. So he basically started giving dogs heart attacks and systematically researched what happens to the learned behavior. And what he found is that the dogs, for example, that were salivating when they were presented with the ringing of the bell, stopped showing that kind of behavior after they had been exposed to extreme levels of stress. The same thing happens in game. You learn, you train, you get better, you condition yourself to game. And as I said earlier, remember there's levels to this shit, okay? It depends on the hotness and the extroversion of the girl. The hotter and the more extrovert the girl, the more stress you will feel. Her comebacks will be witty and you will just be bedazzled by her stunning looks, okay? It will be hard to just even look at her because she'll be so beautiful that you will feel a certain way. And she knows that as well because she knows she has this effect, which then obviously gives her more confidence when the second she sees you being impressed. So, let's agree. Seducing an easy-to-lead seven is not very stressful and it is very different than running your game on an intelligent extroverted nine. When with the seven, the lines come out like out of a machine gun, everything is easy and it's not even game, because frankly speaking, you're not giving a flying F about the outcome. That all goes out the window the second you start dating an extroverted nine all the lines come hard, they don't flow, you lose the frame, you fail to escalate, you start talking about shit that you don't care about, that she doesn't care about, it becomes all very friendly 
and it starts slipping and sliding, unfortunately, all in the wrong direction. That is because her bedazzling looks and her wit and her intelligence and her feminine energy are causing you to be stressed and you don't have any mechanisms to cope with the stress and for that reason you turn into a Pavlovian dog. Everything that you have learned, all the conditioning that you have layered on flips and you revert back to the normal self that you were before you learned game, you turn back into a chode, okay? There's nothing you can do about it, even when you are aware that this is happening because you can feel that you are sliding down that friendly path to nowhere, talking about boring topics such as politics or religion, and you can feel that you're losing her interest second by second there is nothing you can do about it because you just lost the magic but you haven't really lost the magic all that has happened to you is you have flipped because of stress just like pavlovian dogs flip the number one thing to do to avoid this mistake is to stick to the program to stick to the plan to execute on the program even if you don't feel like it okay it's not an excuse to just not feel like it or to feel like mm, it's not ready yet she's not there yet i need a few more minutes i need a little bit more time i need to slow this down i need to change this is the biggest mistake do not change the model if it feels wrong do it anyway take the balls out go with what tony hustle would do the other thing you need to do is to start reducing the amount of sixes and sevens you're dating and start dating more eights and nines desensitization or systematic desensitization is a common technique used by psychologists to get rid of phobias and fears such as the fear of being uh, around snakes or spiders. You consistently and gradually increase the exposure to the feared behavior. So you need to attack your fear relentlessly and always remember at the other side of fear and terror are your dreams and the success in life. So stick to the model and attack what you're afraid of. As long as you know that this is happening and as long as you have some strategy at hand to deal with this, you're already miles ahead of the guy who just doesn't know what's going on and constantly feels like he's making progress and then he's losing it all the next day. That's because he's not aware of the reversal of Pavlovian conditioning. Next up is the frustration induced by deprival super reaction. Deprival superreaction is a strong emotional reaction that we feel due to losing something we perceived as valuable and virtually certain. Okay, so this is something that we thought or we're thinking at the moment in time to actually achieve with almost certainty and then we lose it unexpectedly. Okay, for example, if you give a big hungry badass dog a piece of meat and let him chew on it for a while and then you try to take it off, out of its mouth, 
you will feel what the primal super reaction is because the dog will go after your ass and will bite you. Similarly, if you give a child a piece of candy and then take it away, the baby will immediately cry. And the same thing applies to game. We all know the feeling of approaching a super attractive girl and it seems like it's on. We take the number, we go on a date with her or we meet her another time. And as we prepare for the date, she texts us last minute and comes up with some fake excuse why she can't meet up. My roommate forgot her key, my cat is ill, I have an exam to study for, sorry, I can't do tonight. Just when you were about to leave to meet her. Okay, that is deprival super reaction. That feeling is horrible. Another example, we sit on the date and it all seems to go well and then she throws in the hand grenade, I have to go in five minutes, I'm meeting friends. It feels horrible. Or even worse, she turns up, she's all done up, she looks amazing, you're really ready to rock the boat now and take her to that rooftop and then she says the magic line, sorry I can only stay 30 minutes, I'm meeting friends, what are you doing later? And you crumble, you feel like crap and you just are crushed. It's deprival super reaction okay in the worst case you have actually gamed the girl it's on she is at your doorstep and then comes the blow i need to go sorry i'll see you next time you can't even react to it it feels horrible you are down it's frustrating okay having these kind of experiences over and over again eats away at your ego and it causes massive amounts of frustration not only is it frustrating at the point when it happens but this induces behavior reinforcement okay the more you fail last minute the harder you will try it's for this reason that Vegas casinos show you three golden stars and one tomato. They want you to lose by a very small margin, okay? Why is that the case? Because it induces you to reinforce the right behavior. They want you to throw more coins into the slot machine. This is calculated by those guys. And the girl might not be aware of doing it to you, but it does your head in just like the fucking slot machines in the casino okay we need to break the self-reinforcing mechanism intentionally and the first thing as i said in the very beginning to break an addictive behavior pattern is to realize that this is going on if you don't realize it's going on you will not be able to break the pattern okay the key change that you need to make to your game is to use the straight line seduction philosophy the straight line seduction system forces you to spend time with girls that are a interested in you in a sexual way and b that have logistics right now or in the short term future first by escalating immediately and staying on the straight line from open to close, we force the girl to reveal her agenda. Only if she is interested will she come to an instant date, let us touch her and get physically and verbally forward with her. Second, we only take numbers 
if the girl suggested an alternative date herself, which is a very clear indicator that she wants to meet up, okay? We don't take numbers based on her just being there. We only take a number if there is a very clear indicator that she wants to meet up. Otherwise, taking a number is mental masturbation, okay? You think that she is into you, but she is just giving you the number in 99% of the cases to get rid of you, okay? She doesn't like you. And your attempts to get her out again is just feeding that girl's ego and makes her feel good. You're another fanboy out of the other 1000 fanboys on Instagram. Trust me, I see it with my girlfriend all the time. She's a Playboy model and she gets chodes texting her on Instagram 24-7, making her offers to meet up, to come out on dinners. It's just not gonna work because you're exactly in that chody loser provider bucket. So only take a number if the girl says, look, I can't do today, but I'd love to go and see you next time. How about next Thursday at 7 p.m.? Take my number and let's go out. Of course, there is much more to the straight line seduction system and the philosophy that Tony Hustle prescribes. But this is the main point. It's going from open to close as fast as possible. I urge you to adopt this mindset if you want to stop suffering from the frustration that is provoked by the primal super reaction. The third point is psychological bias from denial and what I call the seven or more appropriately the five trap, okay? Denial is very commonly observed in mothers of people that have committed horrible crimes or that were lost in unsolved plane crashes and the alike. Mothers commonly deny the fact that their children are either dead or have committed horrible crimes despite overwhelming objective evidence. Many mothers believe that their sons are still alive on some remote island or that their serial killer sons are unfairly trialed for multiple first-degree murders. Denial is a very common human trait. It's wishful thinking. The same counts for game. I often see guys who get few decent results, which then leads to the conclusion that they have cracked the code. This obviously is very often not true. While it is undeniable that some of them have had some acceptable results, what matters is the replicability and the reliability and the frequency with which they can achieve those results, okay? How often and how frequently can you seduce very attractive women that are extroverted, intelligent and highly desirable? That is the question that matters. If you need to approach 100 women to seduce one girl that's an 8 or above, you're not advanced by any means. You're an intermediate that is number farming. If you're happy with these results, then this is fine. But if you believe that you're advanced, then you're in denial. The same counts for sevens. If you get laid with one out of 100 sevens that you approach, then you're not intermediate. You're at best a strong 
beginner that is number farming. This is very important to realize because you can fool yourself into thinking that you're better than you really are. That is, you're denying reality. You're living in la-la land just because you banged a few hot birds, okay? Don't fool yourself living in a bubble of denial and wishful thinking. Numbers don't lie. Anecdotal, sporadic evidence lies, okay? That's denial, that's wishful thinking. The fourth factor is short-term gratification, okay? During the famous Stanford Marshmallow experiment, kids were presented with candy and told that they would get more candy if they could wait with the eating for a few minutes. Researchers then found that the kids that were able to resist the temptation were vastly more successful later in life than those kids that ate the candy straight away. This is called delayed gratification. You're delaying the gratification that you get from eating the candy right away. How does this apply to game? If you haven't been around women a lot, if you love the feminine energy, and if you feel that it's just so nice to have female company and think about undressing her and reveal her beautiful breasts, then you automatically are a candidate that can't resist eating that sweet candy. And since we're all like this, we are all liable and all susceptible to short-term gratification. The most common mistake that I see happening when guys are around women of extreme beauty and strong feminine energy is seeking short-term gratification. You want to spend those 30 minutes more in the first venue. You don't want to escalate because you don't want to lose her by over-escalating and you are happy to agree with basically anything that she says. Yes, right, uh-huh, yeah, so true, uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, that's not day game, that's gay game. Basically, you will do anything as long as you can bask in her beautiful feminine presence, okay? You even get feelings of romance and unknowingly and subconsciously pledge your heart to her, your full commitment. You will fight for her if that guy comes over here and insults her. You will slap him across the face and you're gonna take a bullet for her. If she comes home with me, I really don't need to game anymore. I found the one. This is it. If that sounds familiar to you, that's one itis. That's right. And you don't even have to wait this long. You don't even have to be on the date. This behavior pattern starts from the very beginning. You know the feeling when it's going okay but not great and you're just blown away by her beauty. Her eyes are piercing, her lips are so voluptuous and big. What happens then? You know you shouldn't number close, you should instant date, but what do you do? You try to save the moment, you go for the number, you don't take the risk, but you close her right then and right there. You walk away with that big smile on your face because you're such a stud, you got her number. You just took the candy, you shoved it deep down your throat and now you feel happy because all of that sweetness that you feel in your mouth. You should have 
eaten the carrots instead. You should have pushed for the instant date. Even worse, a hot girl will sniff this weakness. She will see that behavior straight away and the second you start texting her, she blocks you or she turns you into one of her Instagram fanboys. Welcome to Loserland. All of this gay chody behavior is a direct result from short-term gratification. Beware of your tendency for short-term gratification. Fight your instinct to play it safe and to soak up that feminine energy. Preserve your ability of walking away. It's your biggest negotiation tool. Never stop reminding yourself that no girl is worth compromising your standards, no matter how beautiful, how feminine and how amazing she may look to you in the first five seconds. It's just another girl at this point and there is a hotter and more feminine and more amazing girl around the corner. The main problem is that this short-term gratification leads to model fluidity and I will talk about that in a second. By model fluidity I'm referring to our tendency to compromise our model in the presence of a hot extroverted girl. We know we have to run the script. SDL King describes the exact steps how to run the date to get the girl home the same day. It's done in under three hours. Every step is laid out meticulously. The clothes and the chemistry of seduction give us the philosophy and the exact lines, moves and patterns that we have to execute on at every single step along the process. It's all out there, it's all laid out for you, you know it, we know every bit of it and yet we don't follow the model. Why is that? Mainly it's because we are under stress and we've gotten rid of our Pavlovian conditioning, we reverted back to our chody selves and now we are seeking the short-term gratification of basking in their beautiful feminine energy for a little bit longer. We are sucking on that gratification titty. But that titty is nasty because it's feeding you venom and it's corrupting your standards and it's slowly chipping away at your alpha male traits and your strong character that you've built over time. You start freestyling as a result. Hmm, let me just do it a little bit different this time around. She is hot, she deserves a little bit more time, she needs to warm up. Hey, any other guy would like, you know, kiss my ass for just swapping you know, seats with me right now, so I'm pretty cool right now. You're not, man. You're fucking up right now. As a result of freestyling, you will start getting worse and worse. You will go into this chode mode. You make compromises. We become agreeable. Mm, yes, no, no worries. Of course, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, no, no, it's cool, cool, yeah, yeah. You know, you turn into that guy and then we let her lead the date. We stop escalating on top of it. She starts telling us 
where we're going to go, where we're going to sit and what we're going to drink. And if she doesn't like it, she'll change the venue three times and you do nothing. You just watch her take over. She even grows a little schwanz if you look closer, okay? So we feel it's slipping and sliding, but we can't really do anything. We're losing control over the situation. In other words, we're fucked. So what can we do to prevent it? Stop thinking. Surrender everything to me. All responsibility belongs to me. You're not responsible. It's me who's responsible. I have laid out the program. You've seen the girls that I closed. The fashion models, the playboy models, the beauty contest winners, the actresses, and the alike. My girlfriend is a playboy model at the moment. If you knew better than me, then you would have recorded this podcast and I would be listening to you. That's not happening, is it? So stop thinking and just trust the program that I've laid out. Moreover, you've seen me train numerous people that have closed hotter girls than most guys can ever dream of. So you know it works, not only for me, not only for Tony Hustle, but for my students as well. Stop knowing better than me and just accept the straight line seduction model and the things that I teach, my philosophy. Once you've tried it a thousand times and it still doesn't work for you, okay, go ahead and change it. But before then, stop thinking and follow my gospel. Yes, in a religious way, in a way that makes you stop questioning it. Because as soon as you start questioning in those critical moments when that nine, that witty nine is testing you, even a sliver of doubt will make you crumble. Your house of cards will fall. You will go down the rabbit hole and you will slide and slip into chode mode immediately unless you have unwavering belief in yourself and in the model that I'm preaching to you every fucking week, you will not get her because her belief is based on her reality. And unless her reality is weaker than yours, you will lose, okay? Second, after you have surrendered and accepted the model, you need to make sure you execute the model. And for that reason, you need to hold yourself accountable whilst you're seducing. Not before, not after, but whilst, okay? You need to stop throughout the seduction process and excuse yourself to go to the bathroom and then you need to ask yourself, where am I right now? Look into the mirror, throw cold water into your face, get out your phone and look at your notes. Am I escalating enough? Do I need to move to venue two or venue three? What are the time limits that Tony has set? Should I cut her loose right now and get back on the street? Is she wasting my time? Am I choding out? You need to know where you are. Have I made the right moves? Have I set the right lines? Is this going well? Is it not going well? And you need to assess and monitor yourself all the time. You need to know where you stand in the process. You do these two things, that's what stops you from falling into the trap of model fluidity. So please follow these rules 
and I promise you, you will actually stand a chance with an extroverted nine. If you think you can freestyle, I'll tell you what will happen. You will go back into choke mode and she will choke you out within five seconds. Factor number six is dabbling in and out of my program. It's your inability to form a habit of practicing the straight line seduction system. The number one mistake people make when they get into game is that they don't stick with the program. They don't form a habit. Instead, when people don't get results straight away, they change. They either give up with some bullshit excuse like, I'm not in the right place right now, man. I need to get back to this in like three, four months time when I've sorted out my shit. Or they start going back to watching videos and looking at more bullshit material. The game is best learned in field as mystery correctly pointed out. The more people look at material, the more they get confused and the less they actually learn. It's an information overload that prevents you from making progress and you need to stop it, okay? The most important thing to do is to look around and to find a program and a style that you like and that gets actual results. So don't sign up for some bullshit guy that has no proven results online consistently with very hot girls that are extroverted and that are extremely desirable. The other big mistake that people make once they found a really good program that resonates with them and they get some results is that they get a girlfriend. They stop game and six months later they break up and they lost all momentum and it's extremely painful and it's very hard and it's gut-wrenching to start the engine again okay losing momentum in game is vastly underrated because it takes a lot of momentum to undo a lot of social conditioning and if you don't practice regularly you snap back into old jody behavior and now you have this huge mountain of you know, game ahead of you to climb up and you already know how painful it is and makes it even more painful to do it again. So please, when you start game, focus on one program and one program only and then stick with that program for at least one year and when you get the first results, do not stop, do not get a girlfriend, don't dabble in and dabble out. Get my program, stick with my program, stop reading and listening to other shit and just get results by hardcore infield training and then stick with it until it's sorted out. And then if you want a girlfriend, you can get her, but you know you sorted it out once and you can get back to it very fast. And that's the key to success. However, the biggest mistake by far that you can make is to follow a bogus program. There are a lot of people out there that use the very psychological rules of thumbs that I just discussed against you. And there are many more that I haven't even touched on. They promise fast success, magic pills, and instant transformation. They are great at selling, and they know exactly what they're doing in order for you to purchase their programs the way to discover whether a program is great 
is to not just validate the theory that it's consistent and coherent and articulated in an easy to understand way without technical terms that a normal layperson cannot understand, but also the coach must have seduced consistently and over long periods of time with consistent video evidence the hottest girls, the most extroverted girls you can imagine. And the students must have seduced aides and above on a regular basis and all of this has to have video evidence. It has to be clear that this has been done in various jurisdictions, cultures and across the globe. And if that is the case, then I think you can trust the program. But I tell you right now, there is very, very, very few people that have this kind of evidence. And those are the only people you should focus on. If anybody even gives you the slightest hint of a doubt, skip the program. So what I'm trying to say is that you need to choose a program and a product based on evidence and not on empty promises and on anecdotal stories, fake testimonials that are blasted all over their websites and on fake video testimonials of so-called students that had success. You need to look at the hard factual evidence in the form of videos and they need to be real. You need to not feel that this girl has been bored. And if there is any, even the slightest amount of doubt, because this guy has been discovered to do even a single video that is fake, skip the program. Why would he do that? If he can get consistent results day in, day out, he would definitely never spend a single penny on hiring an actress and risking his reputation. So please, don't spend your money, turn on your brain first, look for the right coach, the right program, and then make a decision, and then commit to the program fully, and then you will not be disappointed in the long term. Okay, today I discussed seven ways how your mind corrupts itself and prevents you from getting results with girls of extreme beauty and extroversion. There are psychological order responses that are at work and they are programmed into you genetically through evolution. Your brain has developed in a certain style over the last 20,000 years and you cannot fight these auto-responses but you can make yourself aware of what is going on and you can find strategies and techniques to work around these auto-responses and to at least suppress them as much as you can. It's very important that everybody gets aware of this because only if you're aware of these things will you be able to seduce those highly desirable girls. Everybody can get the seven. That's not even a challenge, but there's levels to this shit. And if you wanna get to the upper echelons of game, you need to control your mind because your mind is vastly more powerful than any technique that you may learn or read up on. It's mainly about your ability to control your own mind and your own emotions that will get you those outstanding results. I want to thank you for listening to this, I know, halfway academic podcast, but 
this is all based on discipline and years of practice so i urge you to really consider these points and you can probably listen to this podcast in the years to come because you will see and make experiences and then you will agree with me so if i can say one thing and one thing only about today's podcast i urge you to stop meddling with the model and stop knowing better than me because the model is already there and it's proven and if it wasn't correct and I wouldn't be getting those results and my student wouldn't be getting those results. So please take it on board and try it out. And unless you've done that to a very extensive extent, do not try to innovate, do not try to freestyle. And with that, a very late night podcast, Tony Hustle out, booyah, kaha, shah. Me and Mariah go back like babies with pacifiers. Right. Old dirt dog, no liar. Keep the fantasy hot like fire. <laughs>